Hey, it's your boy Nano. Welcome to another episode of A Different Shade Podcast. And um, I know it's a, this is a this is a messed up day as well because I I postponed recording and I'm recording today, right? So if you're here, obviously, you know uh, today is uh, December 9th. This is what am I saying? Holy shit! Wow. Um, December 9th. No, it is January 9th because it's not last year. It is January 9th that I'm recording this. And unfortunately, uh, I have to do another RIP. Last time I had to do an RIP was for Betty White. RIP Betty White. And um, also RIP Bob Saget, who uh, reported, has been reported that he died in a Florida hotel. He was found dead in a Florida hotel room. Uh, he uh, has left this earth at the age of 65. He was obviously the actor um, and star of Full House. Um, we all know that it's it's obviously it's obviously a thing. Um, so it really sucks to know that uh, uh, some you know another actor that I that I watched growing up. Um, is gone. 65 is not that old by any means. Um, so to hear that was pretty odd. Uh, hopefully it wasn't a situation where it was a uh, self-harm or anything like that. I didn't really read into the article. I just saw the news come across my screen and, um, you know, that's, uh, that's what I'm starting off this, uh, this episode of the podcast with, unfortunately. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's what's happening right now. Uh, or has happened, I should say. Sorry, I'm a, a, a little bit out of it. A little bit out of it. It's been. Ex- I'm exhausted. I feel like Christmas has not really been over. I actually just received more gifts, which was not necessary, but it was great. You know, got some dope socks. So yeah, um, I'm still got to like socks. You know, it's whatever. You know, um, don't ever give me a tie. By the way, if you give me a tie, you just hate me. Simple as that. I don't wear ties unless I unless I buy the tie. I'm not wearing a tie, y'all. It's just not happening. Um. So yeah, today, uh, today we're gonna we're, we're gonna get uh we're gonna get deep today, guys. We're gonna get deep, okay? Um, but we're not gonna but we're not gonna start off deep, all right? Like like when I lost my virginity, I'm not gonna start off deep, okay? I'm not gonna go all in yet. I'm gonna work my way to that, all right? Um. So here's what we're gonna start off with, though. I'll uh, start off with um music ish um talk uh verses yeah we're, we're all familiar with verses um to be honest it's uh it's really tough finding pe- people to match up uh on that stage especially because in the fact that the versus stage is now becoming uh i feel like it's not really having to do any more with legacy anymore um because you know i've seen like proposals of little baby and um dub baby and you know things like that i'm like they don't even got like they got a lot of music i guess to contribute but i feel like the amount of years in the game isn't enough like i feel like there needs to be more to it uh, but we are such in a microwave era when it comes to um music as a whole so it's really tough um for i guess people to not pit these newer newer guys even though they're not new um, on that versus stage, right? But nonetheless, um, I actually believe that with versus now having this talk, well, okay, maybe not them. 
because I feel like they never really, they never really talked about it, at least the company of versus right. They never really spoke on this. It's just really the people. Jay Z, Mr. Hove himself, H to the O V, yes, um, definitely in my top five when it comes to just rappers in general. Uh, you got to put them there. Um, let's see. I would have to say. As far as pitting Hove against anybody, <laughs> man, listen, it's it's so tough to do it because of what he's, you know, the, the, the music that he's, you know, put out, the timing of when he's put out his albums, um, you know, he's so important to the game, His he's got timeless records. You could, I can still hear uh, Jigga played outside. I can still hear Big Pimpin' when I go outside. I can still hear those old records from Jay. He is timeless. And he's got verses now that still are timeless. Um, he gets better with age, to be honest. I know a lot of people don't like 444. Um, but that's honestly just based off production-wise. At least, at least in my eyes, I feel like it was production-wise. So, but, um... Jay-Z going against some... I can't put him against anybody. A lot of people were saying Lil Wayne. I like that matchup just for entertainment purposes. And let's be honest, y'all. When it comes to a versus stage, we got to stop acting like we know who's going to win already. I saw a lot of y'all. This is including me. I saw a lot of y'all pick Dipset um, when it was Dipset versus the Locks. Mind you, I like the Locks. Indivi- like as, as MCs, I feel like the Locks has, has always had better MCs. And Dipset always had those hits. And that's what I was thinking. I was like, yo, Dipset's got too many hits. They're going to rock that stage like crazy. Me not thinking. And this is me being a guy that loves lyrics more, more so than, you know, you having a hit. Um, you know, I like uh, uh, when somebody's able to be more of an MC than anything. And me not thinking that way was the reason why I looked stupid at the end of it. Because the lock showed me. The lock showed everybody. They showed everybody once again. That this craft of being an MC will never die. This is how you have to control a room. Like they, like Jada Kiss shut down that whole, that the, the the whole garden. Like he did this. Once he did that freestyle, it was over. It's about impact on that stage. And I really do feel like Wayne is definitely a great selection, um, to go against Ho because Wayne does have. I mean, Wayne, Wayne's one of those guys. He is. You gotta talk about Wayne. Like, he's the only one that can say F for phenomenal, y'all, and get away with it. I mean, I don't, I still get pissed off saying that because it's not, F is not for phenomenal. It's not, it's PH. It's PH, Wayne. I'm sorry. But he made F stand for so many things. You know what it doesn't stand for? Failure. Because Wayne hasn't really failed. Okay? He's had some questionable moments, but he has yet to fail. His mix, the, the mixtape Wayne is incredible. Okay, the Carter two and the Carter three to me, incredible. All right, I'm not a big fan of Carter five. Four was like it grew on me a little bit. I feel like. Sorry, I just had to had to take a sip there. But Carter four grew on me over time. You know, we gotta talk about the dedication. You know, era. Um. They were taking over from the 99 and the 2000s, y'all. Lil Wayne got a lot, man. He really do. So it's possible to see him up there with Wayne. I don't see why that couldn't happen. 
Um, I'm also going to be the one of the very few to say M. Eminem can jump up there. I mean, I understand that maybe his music is not necessarily club-worthy music, I guess. A lot of people like to say that. Like, that's their, that's their usual... That's the usual play that people will use and do when it comes to M to discredit him. <clears throat> is that, excuse me, is that his music does not get played in the club. There was a good, there was a good time that he had some club records um, and, and featured on some club records. But if you're talking, you know, just impact and fan base and the the audience that that man can bring in he can step on that stage with hove like y'all seem to forget that this man has a global following just like jay-z both of those guys have a global following all right this is not like like m definitely has that and we all know that man's reached everywhere okay he doesn't do u.s tours he does global tours he's in switzerland he's in scotland he's in he's in all these lands Right, like a white guy would be, you know, just going into other people's land. All right, that was a, yeah, that was a good joke, y'all. Come on, come on, that was a good joke. Um, but yeah, I don't feel like host. Ne- he's never stepping on that stage anyway. You got to pay him a ridiculous amount of money for that. I don't think they got the money. I don't think they got the bread for that. I really don't. I don't think they got the bread for Hope to step on that stage. I don't think they got the bread for M to step on that stage either. like Wayne might do it because he's a bag chaser for sure that man will go get that bag um remember he's the same dude that did a that did a song with a little pump yeah so Wayne will definitely go get that bag um moving on um yeah a <laughs> Antonio Brown <laughs> Antonio Brown is no longer a Tampa Bay Buccaneer if you um, by the time you're listening to this uh, you obviously know that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But, um, yeah, uh, so after after going off the field, right, with um, not, it wasn't a tantrum. I, I, it was just weird to see him just take off his uniform pretty much. And he just ran off the field. He, you know, waved, he waved, waved goodbye. I think it was in a Jets game, too. I think it was in Jet Stadium, uh, Jets Met- Meadowlands, um, Met- no MetLife Stadium, I believe, or my tripping. Um, so yeah, the, you know, he ends up leaving. Apparently, after the fact, the, the the story. Well, we don't really know the true story because the coach Bruce Arians um, and Antonio Brown both telling different sides of the story. We need to figure out what's actually the true story. So, but the story overall, it seems like what's consistent is that a doctor, um, an outside doctor, said that Antonio Brown should not be playing in the game. Um, Doctor on the team said that he should be playing in the game, he, or he could be able to play into the game. They weren't listening to try and force him on the field. He said, "Hell no." Bruce Arian, and then apparently Bruce Arian said, "You need to go." Then, and uh, then he ended up being released by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers that day. That was insane because it happened in such a short amount of time. Um, what? Who would I? Who do I believe? I really don't know at this time. And Tony Brown has done a lot of things. I mean, I, I actually go more so for his side because I do feel like there's some things that. That's something an NFL team on the cusp of, you know, another Super Bowl title, you know, that that, that could happen again. Um, so I understand maybe you tr- a team might f- try to force a player onto the field. Um, but on the other hand, 
we've seen this in the NBA where uh, medical staff um, isn't so great, and it ends up in a possible lawsuit. I believe it was the New Orleans Hornets. I could be wrong about that. Um, maybe not a lawsuit, but definitely a lot of uh, bad press went their way. You know? So you don't want that on your team, especially if you got a team that has Tom Brady on it. So, you know, everything has to be in line in that situation. So, but, yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on with Antonio Brown. Um, he's no longer a buck. I don't think he's going to come back to the NFL. Um, I believe he needs to go to therapy and somewhat because I think emotionally this is going to, you know, cause a little bit more issue for him uh, in the long run. Um, and we all know CTE is a big issue right now. CTE is a huge issue right now when it comes to the NFL as a whole. So, and I hope, I hope Antonio Brown is, is mentally okay. I feel like I, I, I want to, I, I hope he's all right. Um, some say he hasn't been the same since, since that hit from, uh, what's his name? Vontez perfect. I believe, I, I think, I think that's his name. By the way, that's the most football ass name, Vontez Perfect. You better be a football player if you name that. I'll tell you that. You better be a football player. Um, yeah. So what's else going on? Um, so lately, I believe I spoke about this a little bit in the last episode. Um, <clears throat> but this COVID situation is helping a lot. Uh, we're gonna keep on with sports right now. This COVID situation is a lot. And it's given a lot of the G League players a chance to play in the NBA and garner some starting positions. Crazy, right? Who knew that a pandemic could even give some players a dream, their dream opportunity to be right there, right? They're working their ass off in the G League. They might end up staying there for their whole career. But in this situation, well, look at that. They're able to, um, you know, push forward and actually get that starting spot because of a pandemic, because people are getting sick um, and COVID restrictions. And so these 10 day contracts are being thrown out everywhere, like they're being thrown to every single player that's that's available at the moment. That's remotely good enough to at least be on the bench and come off the bench for a few minutes <laughs> in the game. But I know these G League players are appreciating this moment and they are taking advantage of it because I am seeing some new players that I'm just like, ooh, look at this guy. Like, and there's actually a guy whose last name is Guy in the Miami Heat. That's my team, by the way, the Heat. Let's go Heat Nation. Um, there's a guy named whose last name is Guy and he's balling out. This this long haired white boy is balling out, and I'm like, this is exactly what we needed right now. Some more firepower off the bench. Like, we're a complete team like that. So. Yeah, I mean, COVID is definitely right now currently a blessing for the young and old players in the G League, man. Especially <laughs> the ones without work in the NBA. So, <clears throat> that's that's crazy. That's crazy that uh, that it took that. It's taken this for that to happen more so. I feel like maybe the rosters need to be expanded, possibly. Because you never know at this point. They might need to increase the roster size now. So where you could sign and and you know you could you you could make these, they need to just tweak some rules when it comes to uh, signing contracts and such. We'll see, we'll see. Um, let's see what else, what else, what else. <sighs> oh, that's right. 
Dirk Nowitzki, yes, Dirk Nowitzki is getting a statue outside of American Airlines Center. <laughs> Mark Cuban's making that happen. Um, it's a beautiful statue, in my opinion. It has him doing his classic unstoppable fadeaway. Um, Dirk Nowitzki is one of those, is one of the greatest players um, in the game. He is uh, important to the game because he opened a lot of people's eyes to Europeans that play ball. You're like, yo, they could really play ball. Like, without Dirk, you don't get the Lucas. You know what I mean? Like you don't get the Porzingis, you don't get, you don't get these these European guys. You don't get the Antetokounmpo's. You don't get these guys without Dirk doing what he does and doing what he did. And uh, he he was a consummate professional. He you know did everything right on the floor. He you know played through injury. He got the respect of players that we admire. You know, <clears throat> he's one of those guys with a with an unstoppable move. That fadeaway with the knee just barely up, like that that move was just unstoppable. You couldn't you couldn't block that. You weren't guarding that. You just gotta hope it didn't go in. <coughs> Dirk is uh Dirk definitely deserves that statue. Um, he was an all timer for the Dallas Mavericks. He is the greatest Dallas Maverick of all time. When it is going when it's said and done, it, it and it is said and done. Dirk is the greatest Maverick of all time. I honestly don't care what Luca does. <laughs> I really don't. <clears throat> Greatest Maverick of all time is undoubtedly Dirk Nowitzki. The man brought titles at a time where we thought LeBron was unstoppable. Dirk did that. Dirk has, you know, been in playoff situations that were memorable, classic moments, even in even even in losses. And Dirk was always been classy. So shout out to Dirk Nowitzki. Um, you gave us a lot of great memories on that floor, bro. We appreciate you. Um, every basketball, every basketball fan, you know, appreciated your game for sure. <clears throat> so, <sighs> what are we? What are we getting into? What are we getting into? We are going to get into something a little bit, a little bit deep here, okay? Um, so, uh, for all my, for all my artificial UFO people, and not only that, future people, right? Conspiracy folk out there. Like, the ones that make more, you know, the conspiracies that make sense, right? Let's, um, so they found... <clears throat> they found a straight up saucer in uh I guess lodged between a ice cap type of thing in Antarctica. I guess that was this was recent. I don't have the article up right now um by any means, but I do know that if that first of all, we all know that we, we if you don't believe that there is um, life out there, intelligent life out there, um, then you're just your ego is so like it's so enormous to the point that it's blinding you from like 
just simple possibilities just because of the you know just because of the setting that we're in we're on a planet that's floating in the middle of the universe in a galaxy amongst billions of stars and there's other there's got to be other planets out there with life right maybe and obviously light years away um and we're spent and by the way this ball is spinning around so it's you got to think of these things these you know aliens the whole the whole thought of aliens i don't, I don't know about the look of aliens everybody's always had a, a different idea of how they look different um you know representations of them um honestly i just i really just care about the reason as to why they're interested in this planet i feel like because a lot of people always like to think oh they're super super advanced they're super super smart um you know they had you know they're they're just super intelligent and then i just think about it when people say them like are they or are they just operating in a different way than us that makes it seem like it's intelligent because it's a way that it's something that we do not understand. Because if they come, because if they, if they're down here and they talk to us, right, they would talk to us and have a conversation, things that we would talk about, they wouldn't understand. They would just probably know because of they, they observe for so long. They, they wouldn't, they would just know the surface level. They wouldn't understand certain things. We would probably be deemed either, you know, we might be deemed intelligent. Like, the way we do things. Like, I don't know if you guys ever seen... Um, the Bob Lazar documentary. But the Bob Lazar documentary... Um, overall... is on, It's on Netflix, by the way. It's not an ad. But that Bob Lazar documentary, he's it's about um, a guy named Bob Lazar. Uh, who worked on a spaceship, right? Now, mind you... These things completely, these things were, uh, first of all, found, apparently in an archaeological dig, right? I feel like I covered some of this in the last episode, but uh, um, this is kind of leading to something else, right? So, all in all, they found these, and he was working on them, and the technology inside them was what he was trying to work on. And it was basically this power system, which was a nuclear reactor, um, or this was, it was like a, a fusion reactor, that um, had a gravity force field on it that was un- impenetrable. And basically, if you were able to uh, master this technology, you know, you basically were able to win because you control gravity, which therefore kind of distorts time and reality because gravity waves, you know, you can't create, we don't have a way to create gravity. We just know what gravity is, right? And we can only add to gravity, and that's with more mass, and that's just a product of gravity. Um, <clears throat> so let, let me see. Um, where was I going with this? Hold on. Let me take a sip here. Oh, by the way, I hope you guys, if you, if you got something to smoke, if you got something rolled up, ready to smoke, if you got something to drink, do it responsibly, please. <clears throat> if you know me, I'm just sipping my tea. I love my tea. Um, <clears throat> but I say all that to say this kind of leaking in it's kind of leaking into to what i'm talking about or what i'm thinking i guess so mark zuckerberg made that announcement a while ago about facebook um being you know the metaverse it's now powered by meta right um i just want to let everybody know i will not be partaking in that um i'm not here to tell anybody not to i really am not you guys can do what you like um, you know, 
some things are for people and some people are not for some things. <clears throat> you know? Um, so, <sighs> I feel like that this whole metaverse is a small yet big step in in the world of reality and virtual reality <clears throat> where we're finally going to see a separation almost from it mind you the oculus rift has been the thing for quite some time it's been around it's been around it's been a lot of experimenting with it you know a lot of people have it um i actually believe my father had my father had a pair i tried it i was sitting courtside at a at a at a Cleveland game. This was back when the when LeBron was on the Cavs. Um, when he came back. Um, and I was courtside. And it was crazy to think that I was courtside at this game. And it felt like I was really courtside. Like the whole situation. It was just I was just there. And I was looking around. There's people. You know. There's no avatars and stuff like that. I guess there is now. But just the thought. Of, I didn't think of this back then by the way. I wasn't like. I wasn't. I didn't have the foresight for this, but now as you know, as I'm getting older, I start to really look at things and connect things and understand why certain things are happening in a certain time in a certain place. Right? There's always different reasons for everything. There's not just one reason for something happening. There's a bunch of different reasons for something happening. And in this situation, the reasons for the Oculus Rift happening is for the metaverse and for the reason for the metaverse is happening is for the fact that now you want to they, they want to engage in an evolution of social media to a different degree of reality so you are going to enter a virtual world and put yourself where you want to be and also you get to change the view of yourself which is a lot which is something that a lot of people do already on social media so now they want to take that to another extent because let's be honest social media's best way especially facebook the social media's best way to tug, I mean, uh, the social media's best way to attract people or keep people there is to tug at the emotions, right? The ability when, when you're when you're being judged, you get an emo, you know, it's, it's always an emotional reaction. Just imagine if somebody just hates how they how they how they are here, right, in the real world, or at least they feel like they don't like how they're perceived. And that they can even be wrong in that. Maybe they're not perceived. They're actually not perceived that way. They just create that thought on their own. But regardless, now they have an option to jump in the metaverse. Now they can be who they want to be, and and not be themselves to the point where they can be quote unquote accepted. Right. This I feel like it's going to cause a big issue. And the reason why I think it's going to cause a big issue is because. It's, it's going to get to a point where it's going to separate people. Like I'm, I'm personally not going to jump in that world. I don't want to be in that world. I'd rather be out here. I need this. Re I need a reality. I need to touch feel. I need to know things are here. Regardless of people want to think this is a quote unquote simulation. At least I can feel these things for real. Like I know, I understand that technology is going to get to a point where when you're in like the metaverse and stuff like that, you're going to be able to really feel things. Like it's going to be some type of technology that's going to allow you to touch smell and all that right and it's cool some of the things some of the features in the metaverse is dope i understand that you don't think i don't think it's cool that you can you know be at a football game anytime 
at the at the 50-yard mark at a Green Bay game, but you're in Florida or something like that, or you you want to go to a Cali game, and you're in New York. You know, you want to go to a Lakers game. You want to go to you, you want to go somewhere just on the beach and just look at the view. Like, I understand that. I do. <clears throat> but my problem is I don't want people to forget what reality is, man. I don't want for like we only got one planet, and that's why I feel like it's like the scary part of all this, right? I feel like people are really gonna forget this planet, how beautiful this planet is. We only got one of these, right? Unless you're Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos trying to find another planet to live on at some point. <clears throat> now, obviously, this, I guess the, the the end result in my mind is that. It'll get to a point where so many people pick the metaverse, right? They're in that world, and people out here are stuck out here. And there's less people out here. I feel like that's when, like, some apocalyptic type of shit will happen, right? Like, that's when it's going to happen. I don't want it to happen. Trust me, I want this world to be as peaceful as possible. I really do. I wish nothing more than peace among everybody just to be chilling. You know? <clears throat> but yeah that's that's what i think is going to happen it's going to cause a divide and you know we we've seen that in in this country many times division causes um what, what, what can i say division causes you know small wars civil wars happens amongst ourselves so you'll see that, you know, you might see that happen. I don't know when. Hopefully not that soon. Hopefully not at all. But that in itself is because technology is evolving at a pace that's so incredibly fast. I cannot, but I can't really fathom it. It's tough, man. It's really tough to even to grasp the idea of how quick technology is going. And I have to understand. And the thing is, a lot of people that don't understand technology, I urge you to understand the technology. I urge you to read I, all, all these articles. I urge you to test out certain things, learn certain things about how where technology is going. You need to know. Otherwise, if you're lost in the shuffle in the future, it's going to get really weird. and It's going to get more scary for you. And you don't want that. Trust me. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I mean, this just the whole thought process of where technology is going and then um, you know that's kind of the whole thing with the with how we found those you know those UFOs and stuff like we apparently have nine of them right and we're trying to basically master technology which I doubt we'll be able to do we don't have we don't have the capacity for it and people are probably wondering, like, why don't they say things about this? I mean, how do you tell people about it? How do you tell people that you have this type of stuff that you don't understand? People don't like when you don't understand something. They get they, they get frightened, especially if you're in a leadership role. You get frightened about it. But um, yeah, let's hope uh, let's hope technology and and this and the metaverse doesn't 
cause people cause people to 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 succumb because you know they they, they want to get to the point of microchipping you know and putting everything in your in your arm and stuff and make it all accessible that's all that's all it is and this is also another way just for them to make money as usual you know i bet if you're in the metaverse you're gonna see ad advertisements everywhere you're gonna walk around see billboards everywhere all that type of nonsense like you're not gonna be just out here walking freely you're gonna be paying for these events and stuff like that too you're gonna be paying to go see the concerts in the metaverse it's gonna be dope that there's six billion people there and you don't have to sweat with each other but you know you're still paying from the comfort of your home, I guess. <clears throat> I guess that'll be the, the the kicker to that, right? Well, yeah, they'll they'll do this. They'll do this. Do all this. Put in, put in your arm. You know, dial up somebody from it. You transport yourself somewhere. It's gonna be crazy. See how fast it gets to that. I just won't be in there. I won't be in there. I'll be out here doing this being the radio guy um yeah i feel like if there's an apocalypse i'll be that guy on the radio somewhere just just somewhere on the radio like yep another day in the apocalyptic world here got some water um hope everybody's all great out there <laughs> um but um yeah so uh where do i want to what do I want to go with? Uh, what do I want to do now here? So, it's it's true story time, okay? Um, this is where this is the part of the show now, where I give you guys a true story about myself uh, in this in this situation that wasn't necessarily uh, your average normal situation. Um, I guess it was a, an average situation because it was just a, it was just a simple. You know, one of those typical ass guy mistakes that you make, All right? So let me take you back. Let me take you back. Uh, this is when I was around in my early twenties. Uh, I'm thirty now. This is when I was like maybe twenty one, twenty two, something like that. Um. So basically, I let me move the mic. <clears throat> so basically. Here's what happened. So I'm I'm dating this girl, okay. We've been dating for we at that time, around the time we were we've been dating for a while, right? We've been dating for a while, um, and she, uh, mind you, we're like we're living in different locations. No, we're we're living yeah we're living together. Yeah, we're living together at the time. I don't know what I'm talking before. So we're living together at the time. Um. I go to my boy's house, which was at an apartment that I used to live at. So I moved out of that apartment, moved in with her. And then, you know, okay, here we go. Like, this is like maybe a year within it, a year or two within the relationship. Um, so we are, so I'm at, I'm at the, I'm at this old apartment, right? Um, and mind you, this, like the girl that I was with at the time, she was definitely, a, she was different than other girls I'd dated before. She was a lot more like, she definitely had her shit together for sure. Right, she was very headstrong about a lot of things, um, which was cool. It was it was it was a good it was good, yeah. It was an and relationship, right? Um, <clears throat> so, anyway, moving on. So, I'm at my boy's house and it's like a little mini party going on, right? 
I end up talking to this one this one girl at the party, whatever. We'll get together. It's basically a get together, right? <clears throat> so this, so I'm hitting on this girl, whatever, and she's kind of feeling me, kind of not. I I couldn't really tell, right? But I get her number. So she she gets she gives me a number, and obviously you know flirtation texts back and forth or whatever, right? So my dumbass being being the dummy that I am, right? I end up leaving the messages. Okay? I leave the messages basically there. I don't delete them for whatever dumb reason that I don't delete them. I don't know why. So, she reads them. I guess in, you know, you women read the messages at the worst time. Like in the middle of the night, then now you're not going to get any sleep and you're going to be more mad in the morning, blah blah blah, blah right? So she reads them. I know she re- she read them, right? And she, I know she read them because she didn't even, like, talk to me in that morning. It was no, like, weird vibe, but, like, I just knew someone was off. So I kind of just assumed that. <clears throat> so now I'm at work at that time. Um, and at work, I'm getting messages from her. Her telling me that she knows that I was texting this chick, right? You know, I was saying some very non, uh, let's just say that I was saying more than friendly things. Right, so I'm saying some more than friendly things. Here is the response I get, y'all. Mind you, this is while I'm at work. I work. I'm working at a factory, a hatchery, actually, at this time. Um, so as I'm working, sweating my face off, I get a message saying, "All right, wait till you get home." So in my head, I'm like, "Shit, I'm fucked." Uh, something, something's broken. Something, something breaking inside the house. There is things being smashed, thrown, destroyed, stomped on, burned, whatever. I don't know, right? So all I'm doing is like having an anxiety attack at work until I finally get off of work, which was two hours, about mm, close to two hours later. You know, two hours after I got that text message saying, "Wait till you come home." So I get home. I'm walking. So we live. Um, you know, we lived in an apartment at that time, um, and you can see through like there's a there's a there's a second story window, right? So I look up, and there she is. <laughs> there she is, completely naked. Like I can see titties all out. <laughs> titties all out, and she is she gives me like she has the most seductive look on her face, right? I go, <laughs> I rush inside the house. Like, because I, I, I looked up. That's the first thing that caught my mind. I didn't even look at the window, like, when I got out of the car that I came in. Right? I just, something told me to look up, and I look up, and there she is. Titties all out and whatnot. And I'm like, that's a great view. What is going on? And I don't, I, I walk fast inside the house. I go upstairs. There she is. Completely naked. What does she proceed to do, y'all? She proceeds to literally fuck my brains out bro like I just I just sat against the wall like basically laid against the wall looking like the letter L right just looking looking shaped like the letter L and she starts just going to town on me like I'm she 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 go little she left me speechless and I should you not the words that came out of her mouth after after I was finished there was I bet you won't do that again 
And I should you not. I did not do that again. <laughs> I did not do that ever again, at least with her. And I don't know if that just means there's something completely wrong with me or 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 I'm okay. I really don't know. Obviously the relationship the relationship as a whole didn't work out, but I didn't cheat after that, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't I didn't actually go out and cheat after that. So <laughs> I guess it worked in a way. Um but yeah, no, that's a true story, y'all. My life is so weird like that. Like things like that happen to me. I sometimes think that my life is just like a stupid sitcom that people get to watch. Like if aliens are watching, this is a sitcom that they're definitely watching. And then they get to watch my dumbass narrate my own sitcom life. Right? As if I'm not already within it. Ridiculous. <sighs> but yeah, man. Um, shoot. Right now I'm missing uh, Clay Thompson um, doing his damn thing right now. I'm just seeing highlights of him just dunking and just popping threes. You know, just like I'm used to seeing him. So glad he's back. Glad he's healthy. You know, the Warriors are a problem. So hopefully that happens. Um, I know that was the craziest segue from Go me telling that story to just Clay Thompson. I'm a, that is sick. <laughs> that is crazy. Um, that's some nonsense right there. Uh, where do I even want to go with this? Yo, can anybody explain to me something real quick? As a matter of fact, real quick, real quick. Um, why? Why are we putting so much emphasis on like blaming certain like? I know I just went on a rant earlier about the whole metaverse thing, technology and whatnot. I'm not really, I'm not really for the metaverse and whatnot. So like advancement technology, I'm not against. I'm not against an advanced technology. I'm event, I'm against the uh, immorality, the immoral use of technology. That's what I'm against, right? But I know recently there was that story of um, that child that was told by Alexa to put a fork inside of a outlet now two things one if your child's dumb enough to put a fork inside of an outlet you uh you clearly missed the missed the seminar on not putting anything in an outlet and you also missed a seminar on um, outlet covers and outlet protectors you missed that uh secondly um, you know, most of us, not most of us, probably some of us, I didn't do it cause I wasn't dumb. Uh, try to put something in the outlet cause I'm not going to get shocked. I don't know about y'all. I don't think that's a fun thing. I don't think it's ever been a fun thing. Like when people do the whole, like, yo, tase me, bro. No, I'm not doing that. Don't tase me, bro. How about that? Don't tase me. Getting shocked is not on my list of things to do. But, um, this Lex thing told a child to do that. And apparently that was a challenge. Can y'all explain to me why the hell that's a challenge? Why is that a challenge? Why is literally daring to shock yourself and, and almost, you know, and risking your life because you can, you are risking your life in that manner. Why are you doing that? For a challenge? For a TikTok challenge? What the hell does TikTok have to do with you shocking yourself? 
What does shocking yourself have to do with TikTok? <clears throat> like, I don't understand the, the like the means for attention sometimes and likes is ridiculous. Y'all are compromising your logic and sanity and morals all at the same time. Just for likes and shares. It's nuts. That's why this podcast isn't really based on sensationalism and such like and things like that. Like I'm not really I'm not really for that. Like I'm not here to to give you guys like the you know I'm not here for the negative like feedback and stuff. I'm not here for the negative commentary really. I'm here for realistic commentary. That's different. Realistic commentary doesn't shy away from the negative and you know or the positive. It, it makes sure that it. it Highlights both. Objectivity is something that's there. Looking at it through different perspectives is something that's there. I'm not here for the negative, the negative BS that y'all like to do. And that's what most social that's what that's what social media usually ends up being more often than not. It seems like it seems like a lot of people want to go ahead and thrive off of the negativity or to that meme out there, that little gif with the from the from the Gainland documentary, I believe. I thrive off of negativity. Like, all right. I don't. I try to shy away from that. It's weird. It's really, really weird. Um. It's like uh, it's like that whole situation with the. Uh, I'm not even gonna say the name of that. But y'all should know what I'm talking about. That whole situation where those two um those two idiots, um making statements about black women. Um, yeah, that was dumb. That's that's just see, that's just another situation of people doing things, not knowing a consequences for their actions, um, or feeling that there won't be any consequences for their actions, and b you guys, you know, out there that thrive off of this negative commentary. Like I'm not with that. I'm with like I said, I'm with realistic commentary. I'm with being able to say, like I'm with joking. But some things, the way you deliver and the words that you got to choose, not a joke. But sometimes, you know, you can even misword things, right? But at least the the tone and the energy and the overall theme of the message you are trying to convey is not negative. Right? You can misword things and still not come off as negative. It's just a matter of how you deliver it. What you're feeling on the matter. This is this whole podcast and game is very, 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 very different from a lot of things because it's just nothing but talking. So if you're talking all the time, you might get lost in the shuffle, and you might say some things that's just not right. You might just say some things that just they don't work. So you know, you might slip up every now and then. I might. You might catch me slipping. But there's one thing I will never ever do. I'll never say something from my mind that I know for a fact will cause a negative stir. I don't like negative stirs. I like I like I like when people are able to you know take something from what I said and then there's a conversation about it. It's not an uproar about it, it's a conversation. 
it's different and that's so so I'm not here for the sensationalism I'm here for for, for observations thoughts lightheartedness so if you are here for we're looking for that type of news that type of style of comedy or entertainment please walk out that door the commentary that I do on this podcast is not for you if you are looking for that I'm too laid back for all the bullshit I really am man I'm on I'm, I'm on a, I'm, a lot of people like to call me a dad when I have no kids because I, I give off that vibe of a dad like I'm just here to make sure everybody's all good Make sure everybody's in line, doing the right thing. And I'll take that. I'll take the dad pot, the the dad of the podcast world. I'll take that. I'm an adult. Even though I like a bunch of kid type of shit, like '90s nostalgic cartoons and shit. You'll catch me watching a cartoon before a fucking, you know, real life drama. But I'll tell you this. When you come to this goddamn podcast, ain't gonna be no like true immaturity of saying some bullshit. We can make some immature jokes, but we ain't gonna be immature. There's a difference. But yeah, um, this is a uh, this has been episode three of a different shade podcast. Um. See the uh, so far the average like length of these podcasts have been about forty nine minute forty five minutes or so fifty minutes or so, um, around that, you know, close to an hour. Um, if you've been listening to my podcast and you want it to be longer, you you know all you have to do is let me know. There's certain things I do like to talk about, certain things I would talk about. Um, there's segments I'm I am gonna be putting through, so you just gotta you know bear with me. Like I said, we'll stretch this thing out. Y'all know I love to talk. But we're going to end it on that note. This has been a Different Shade Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Nano. You will be able to find me everywhere. Follow me on my Facebook page and stuff. Um, Follow me on Instagram. Follow the podcast page on Instagram. You know, and uh, everybody just take it easy. Be safe, 2022. Let's all just... Let's all be let's all, let's all be safe. All right, let's all be safe. Let's all be good. Let's all let's all make sure we're all okay. Make sure each other's okay. Okay, okay. One love. And you gonna catch me on the next episode. I'm out.